Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, my friend? You are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the podcast. Can I just say that I feel incredibly blown away by how incredible the response was for the first episode that I did put out, or the first episode back, I should say. It was like the 89th episode or something like that, I don't know. But honestly, like, I'm so, so, so incredibly grateful for the response because, like I said in the first, or the last episode, I should say, like, I have had a lot of resistance towards this, and now that I finally found this format that feels really good, and you guys are embracing it, and you're absolutely loving it, like, it just means the world to me. I actually didn't realize how popular the podcast was obviously YouTube has been something that I have done for such a long time and it's really easy to fall into that kind of creative habit of just the platform that you're most familiar with and like I said without having the video aspect to this podcast I've always just been a bit not necessarily hesitant but just disconnected from the creative process but in saying that I will just like just repeat myself because I say this all the time but finding a way that works for you and a way that feels good for you and even just switching up the artwork the format the environment in which I record in has made such a big difference and so small iterations to your strategy small iterations to the way that you approach content creation really can make the world of difference and you know that's such a big part of what I speak speak about consistently when it comes to anything in business not feeling like it has to look a certain way because somebody else is doing it that way or not feeling like it has to be a certain thing because that's what is considered to be successful trying to take what you can learn from what everybody else is doing and finding a way that works for you like I really don't know of anyone else out there I'm sure there is but I don't actually listen to a lot of podcasts I'm not gonna lie but I'm sure there are other people out there doing this kind of format where it's more of like this I don't know and I've got so many ideas for how this is going to iterate I want to play you music I want to get you dancing I want to get you moving I'm gonna try DJ stuff myself when I eventually learn this thing but yeah doing this format has not been something that I've necessarily seen there but listening to my own intuition and finding something that works maybe it wasn't going to work but it seemed to because you guys really enjoy it but just embracing something that feels good for me is the way that I know that I'm going to stay consistent and so you know for you if it's reels if it's youtube if it's a podcast if it's product development whatever it is that you are trying to do if there's resistance towards something and the resistance isn't coming from fear rather apathy because you just have this like meh can't be fucked kind of attitude you know what I mean like that means that there is a better way for you to do it that means that there is a path of lesser resistance and more joy and more engagement that's just going to make it 10 times easier for you and that's actually something that I spoke about with Haley, which is today's guest I'm going to chat to her a little bit later on in the episode but we spoke all about like embracing your weirdness and just finding you know following your intuition to find strategies that work for you or finding ways to do things that feel good over time because it definitely comes with confidence as well and that's something that's built up over time but finding ways that feel good for you just takes so much more of the thinking work out of it therefore making the whole creative process a lot shorter in duration and then obviously that's how you have more chill time but what I want to talk about I don't I don't want to spend too too long chatting away on this solo part because Haley and I I mean, we're besties, so like we spoke for quite a long time. And I don't want to make these podcast episodes too long because we're all busy and we've got reels to watch and we have short attention spans. But anyway, what I really wanted to speak about, particularly for this episode today, was how to have more fun. 
how to have more fun in business because I get so many people pushing back on my communication of when I say that I feel like I don't work that hard because by society's standards in terms of what is considered to be work and what is considered to be play the reality is that I do quote-unquote work a lot or not a lot a lot but I do do a lot of things I have a podcast I have a YouTube channel I'm always on Instagram I'm doing coaching calls sometimes in my Simply Business program, the, the calls go for two to three hours. You know what I mean? Again, by society standard, because A, I'm getting paid for it and this is my job, a lot of people would consider that to be work. But I consistently show up with the communication that I don't feel like I work that hard because I'm having so much fun. And for me, I don't really see the differentiation between, okay, I, Haley and I, as you will hear, we have like sometimes three to four hour FaceTimes. I FaceTime my friends, my crush, like people, my mom, and have hour, two hour, three hour, five hour, seven hour long FaceTimes or conversations. And again, by society standard, because I'm not getting paid for these and because it's with someone that I, that I like, I enjoy, and I'm talking about topics that are interesting to me, this wouldn't be considered work. It would be considered a friend catch-up or a date or a family meeting. But change the context of that, you know, going on to a two-hour coaching call when I'm still talking to people I care about, still having fun, still talking about topics that interest me, all of a sudden it's work. You know what I mean? So it's about changing that perspective and the, the, I guess, element that makes for me it feel like I'm not working a lot is the fun part of it is because when I'm showing up on live when I'm showing up creating reels when I'm doing my coaching calls even sometimes when I'm like making slides right now I'm having fun I really am I really am I feel like a DJ talking to my friends I literally just like moved to the agenda whatever I don't know what I'm actually doing there uh, but I am having a lot of fun I'm talking to you legends about something that I'm passionate about And so fun for me was the aspect that took the work out of the action. And yes, again, by society standards, what I do is still considered a lot of work. I would never consider it to be hustle, but I do have a great output, if you will. I'm constantly creating programs, content. I'm there, I'm here, there, I'm everywhere, but I'm enjoying myself so much so that none of it feels like work to me. And so what I wanted to talk about a little bit in today's episode was how to have more fun. Like how do you actually have more fun specifically if you are in the beginning because the beginning stages of a business is a weird time. You know what I mean? It's so exciting. You're all naive. It's like a relationship. In the beginning, it's just like, oh my God, honeymoon phase. And it's scary and it's uncertain, but it's also fun. And you don't really know what you're doing. You don't know where it's going. You don't know if it's going to work. It's life, right? That's life. Uncertainty causes a lot of upset, but it also can be, if embraced properly, the most magical time of your life. And so for those of you who maybe are in the beginning stages of your business or even later on where maybe you've hit a point of stagnancy or you've hit a point of, uh, you know, an itch, if you will. What do they call it? Like the seven-year itch. (laughs) So maybe not seven-year itch, maybe the year itch where you're just like, I don't know who I am or what I'm doing and I'm starting to resent the thing that I've created because that happens a lot. And so... These tips that I'm going to be sharing with you are really for anyone. If you're in those beginning uncertain stages and you're, you're, you're experiencing a lot of fear or if you've just kind of been doing it for a while, you've had some success and you just feel like something's not right. Because here's the thing, and this is again, Haley and I speak about this in quite great depths later on, but you having fun and you experiencing joy in your business and fully stepping into your true authentic self, your most confident self, the part of you that just is vibing and you would be doing it even if nobody was listening or watching or consuming or purchasing. Like that's the part, that's the magnetic part of your brand and your business and you as a content creator, a personal brand that really, really, really does magnetize your community and your customers, right? It's a weird concept because it's like the more that you let go of expectation and just enjoy the process, the greater the results. The more that you put those control on trying to get those results. I mean, you may initially experience some, but over time that's going to die off because it's unsustainable. So anyway, I digress as I always do, but let's look at some of the tips that I have to have more fun in your business and then we will head on in and chat to 
her new official name is Hey Hey, and you'll figure out why that is in just a second. The first thing is that you have to take the pressure off yourself to be perfect and overly professional. Again, this is a conversation that Haley and I have around what made it easier for her to show up and achieve incredible results in her business. And for me, like you always comment on my vibe and my energy and all of that. Nobody, not one person in the 2017 and 2018 where I thought I needed to be Marie Folio in order to be successful. I needed to be professional. I needed to, you know, have the perfect video strategy. I needed to freaking use a teleprompter to record my slide, like to record my courses because every single little detail had to be just right. Like nobody commented on my vibe. Yeah, my business grew to a certain point because I, I still think I've always had, I guess, like a, a skill in being myself to a certain degree, but I wasn't fully all the way there. I absolutely wasn't embracing every single part of who I was. And I was trying to be a lot more professional and perfect than I needed to be because that's what I thought I had to do in order to be successful. I looked at people like Marie Folio, Amy Porterfield, and all of these different people, even though I also looked at people like Gary Vaynerchuk, Uh, you know, and Tony Robbins who were just out there swearing and this, that, and the other. But this is one of the issues that I have is that I think that it was, I thought back then it was much more acceptable for men to embrace that eccentric, aggressive, overly passionate side of themselves. Whereas women kind of needed to tone it down a little bit, you know, in order to be successfully taken, taken seriously as a successful woman, you had to have this element of professionalism about you. You couldn't fully embrace your weird, unique, tomboy swearing I'm gonna lay on the ground in my underwear and lock out and go to festivals kind of side of you well I didn't think I could embrace that side of me because I didn't think people were going to take me seriously the reality is that when I let go of that desire to be professional to be perfect and I just started embracing myself the success skyrocketed I literally launched my most recent program influencer vibes with barely any launch strategy. I actually sold 18 spaces to the program before I even had a singular detail about it. I didn't have a sales page. I didn't have anything. I just said, hey, I'm going to create this program. It's going to be about taking back and claiming influence and growing your community. 18 people enrolled in that. We now have 80, over 80 students in this program. I barely spoke about it. I did maybe one series of Instagram stories, two lives, uh, some emails in the background. Like it was I purposely, purposely didn't show up as much as I normally would for a launch for this program. And why is that? Why can I achieve all of this incredible, incredible business success without, you know, this hectic strategy? It's because I'm embracing myself. I'm embracing who I am. And like I speak about with Haley, people trust me because they trust that I know who I am. I know what I'm doing. I know I can get people results. And they feel that. They feel that energetic trust that I have of myself. I trust myself enough to be myself. And therefore, that trust is transferable to my audience. My audience trusts me. And honestly, like like the the program that I've created, this Influencer Vibes program, is probably the best thing I've ever created. And, and the results show from that. I get messages every single day from people being like, I've never, ever seen anything like this. Because I trusted myself to be myself in the program as well. You know, I trusted myself to teach the things that aren't actually that normal, that everybody else isn't teaching. And I was like, fuck, does this even, like, are people even going to understand this? But I trusted it, even though I had a lot of imposter syndrome around it, I still trusted it enough and it is making waves. So drop the pressure to be perfect. Drop the pressure to be professional. Drop the pressure to be by, like, like anyone else and start truly connecting with your intuition. What is your intuition telling you you should say today? What is your intuition telling you you should create to help your audience, you know? When you learn to trust yourself, and it's weird because I have this like tattoo on my hand that says trust and action, right? That's such a big part of you being able to achieve success. You have to trust yourself. It takes time to get there. It takes work. It takes consistency. And in the beginning, you're not gonna have the same level of trust that you would maybe two, three years down the track. But you're never going to get there unless you start today, unless you start doing the work to start trusting yourself more, to listen to your intuition, to build your relationship to yourself so that you can eventually get to that point. The second thing, the second thing to have more fun in business is you have to stop being so obsessed with time. I don't know who the heck came in to this space and all of a sudden decided that 30 days or 90 days or six days was like the prerequisite for you being successful. If you don't make 100K in 90 days, are you even in business? Like who 
decided this crap, to be honest. You know, Uber only like just became profitable in the past few years. How long Uber has been around for? Like they actually, I don't know. Uh, I might be like misquoting this, but it was a long time, a long time before Uber actually quote unquote became successful or actually turned a profit, right? It is not super common for a business to just explode and grow and make a million dollars in the first six months. Yes, there are examples of this, but they are the exception, not the rule. I feel like so many of us are like feeling like failures because our Instagram didn't grow 10K in 30 days. You know how many views I got on my, or subscribers I should say, I got in my first full year, 12 months of business, like 800 or something like that. I was getting like, 30 views per video. My videos obviously weren't very good and people, even if they were subscribing, they weren't sticking around. But I still kept showing up and creating anyway. And here we are seven years later, like I have such a high engagement rates on my Instagram and things of that nature. And like I said, people are really embracing the content that I put out there. But it's like in the beginning, it was like, I just created anyway. We put, we suck the fun out of the creation process with expectation. You know, in Buddhist philosophy, they say that one of the greatest sources of suffering is attachment, attachment to an outcome. If you think that you're only creating because you're going to get X results, you are never going to have as much fun as you could as if you just started embracing and enjoying the process. Find a way to actually enjoy creating rather than creating only to enjoy the validation that you get from that. Because validation even in and of itself, even when you do start succeeding, it's so incredibly secular. Like I have had periods of time where it feels like my Instagram is exploding and then nobody is watching or listening. And then it explodes again and then it dies off and then it explodes. If I attached myself to constantly only finding joy in the validation and only finding significance in the validation, then I would have an extremely volatile relationship with social media and content creation. However, I find the joy in the process. I love to create something and have fun with it and dance. And I feel proud of myself when I put something out there and I rewatch it and I actually enjoy to rewatch it because I've built a solid relationship to myself. But also I just want to say that like the reason why we feel so much pressure is because we have these like deadlines in our minds that who even created them? You don't have to grow your Instagram to 10K in 30 days. You don't have to grow your business to six figures in your first year. You don't have to reach a million dollars by year three, right? You can be incredibly, incredibly happy with just even growing, doing something that you love, knowing that if you stay consistent, it will eventually get you to your goals, whether that be leave your business, leave your job, travel the world, you know, buy a house, whatever you wanna do financially, Know that if you just keep heading in the right direction and making the right iterations to increase that level of growth without putting the timeline on it, you'll have fun doing it. And when you have fun, time flies and obviously you'll get to success what seemingly feels like faster. The third thing is that you have to embrace sucking and that isn't supposed to be dirty. It's supposed to be extremely loving, right? You've got to embrace sucking. Like you're gonna suck. I, I cannot express this enough why so many people don't show up or put this pressure on themselves or aren't having a good time in their business is because they literally think that they are going to be so much better or that they need to be so much better than they literally have the skills for. No other area of life do we do this. Nobody says, I'm gonna learn Spanish and if I'm not fluent by tomorrow, I'm literally gonna consider myself to be a failure. No, nobody does this, right? We don't do this in any other area, but we put this pressure on ourselves that I can't show up on stories. I can't record a YouTube video unless it looks like, you know, this other person that's been creating for 10 years, or it looks like a freaking Steven Spielberg masterpiece, or I can't show up on Instagram unless I'm basically writing a Nobel Prize winning speech. Like, no, you're gonna suck and you have to embrace sucking. Again, this is something that I talked about with Haley because she in the beginning wrote scripts for her Instagram stories and for podcast interviews. She had to read off a script because she didn't have the confidence and she had so much anxiety around showing up. But like, even though it wasn't to the quality of the content that she creates today, which obviously has led to incredible, incredible results, she still did it and just did it the best way she could because that was the skill that she had at the time. My freaking first YouTube video was so shitty and so were the ones that followed that. But now, you know, seven years later, I do have, I guess, like a natural knack for content creation. 
I still experience fear all the time, but you know, I've gotten better because you do anything for any period of time, you're gonna get better. I've gotten better at motorbike riding, I've gotten better at Muay Thai. I'm sure, think back to anything you've ever done in your life. If you do it long enough, you're gonna get better at it. So stop having the expectation that you need to be good at content creation and at social media and at business in the beginning. You're gonna suck. You're gonna suck at selling. You're gonna suck at creating content. You're gonna suck at showing up on stories. The only thing that's gonna make you not suck, however, is continuing to do that until you get better and embracing the fact that it doesn't need to be amazing in the beginning. It will be amazing eventually, but only through consistency and persistence. The final thing that I want to say is that, and I've kind of already touched on this and then we will jump into the interview, is that you have to realize what lights you up. Like you've got to have the courage to actually pursue strategies, formats, business models, ways of showing up that feel good for you. Now, how do you actually find the ways that feel good for you? You have to experiment with stuff. You only find what you do like through figuring out what you don't like. So yes, you may need to try podcasting for a little bit. And I'm not saying do one episode, not get the results, not get the validation and be like, this sucks. But you know, give it a couple of months. And if after a while you're like, I hate this, that's fine. It's okay. It's okay to quit stuff. Try YouTube if that doesn't work. Try Reels. Try TikTok. Try it all until you find something that works for you. I honestly laid crap all over reels in the beginning because I was like, this is the lamest thing that I've ever seen. Had I tried it? No. When I tried it, did I love it? Yes. Has it completely exploded my brand and been the most exciting way I've ever created in my business? Yes. Would I have realized that if I didn't try it? No. (laughs) You know, you don't know. You don't know until you go. Okay. So I said I was going to play music. I'm not going to sing though, because we don't want to make everyone's ears bleed. Um, But anyway, it's, you're never going to know if you like something until you try it, until you give it a red hot go. You know what I mean? You can't just, again, try it once and be like, I suck at this because you've got a lot of fear and there's all these other things that come up. But you've got to be okay with experimenting. And the reason why people aren't okay with experimenting is because they're afraid of quitting. They're afraid if I try something and then I don't enjoy it, I'm going to be a failure if I quit. You've got to let go of that. That's going to hold you back in business and it's going to hold you back in life. It's going to hold you back from moving overseas because what if I don't like it and I want to come home? So what? It's going to hold you back from trying that hobby or that sport that maybe could be the thing that allows you to be the fittest version of yourself because what if I don't like it and I quit? So what? It's going to stop you building friendships and relationships because what if it doesn't work out? So what? So what if something doesn't work out? So what if you quit something? Stop stopping yourself from experimenting and finding the things that are going to bring you the most joy in business and in life in case it doesn't work. Just go for it. It is what it is. It really is what it is. If you quit something or it doesn't work out, you're going to survive. Sometimes it hurts. Maybe a relationship doesn't work out. Friendship doesn't work out. Business doesn't work out. I'm not denying the fact that sometimes it hurts. But you're strong enough. We, 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 we forget how much power we actually have. You know what I mean? How much power to survive a heartache or a disappointment we actually have. And I'm sure you've been through so many things in your life and survived. So what's the difference with this, okay? Realize that you're actually stronger than you're gripping yourself credit for and realize that in order to find the things that light you up, you might need to go through some things that don't. But that process of experimentation is going to lead to so much joy over time. Alrighty, I feel like I've rambled enough. I'm also really hungry, if you were wondering. Um, So I am going to now play you some funky beats and then we are going to get into the conversation with Hayley and then I'll check back in with you in just a sec. Hello. Hello. That was so professional. I got really awkward. <laughs> Hello. Hi. 
I mean, we have been seeing you an hour prior to this. So I don't know why it's like we're just jumping on for the first time. Hello, it's lovely to meet you. My name's Erin. Um, I'm really- My name's Hayley. Pleased to have you here. Thank you. No, but babe, I am really pleased to have you here because we've actually done a podcast before, which I'm going to link in the description below because it was really, really, really beneficial. And for anyone listening, they need to go back and listen to that one because it's got your story. It's got all your vibes, your energy. However- However, today Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about embracing weirdness and fun and joy because I feel like this has been a journey. I've followed you for, obviously, we work together and we are such good friends now. We're besties, by the way. We're We're besties. Seriously, we, we feed our cats at the same time. Like, if that's we do, you feed your cat at the same time. Are you even friends? And what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, talk about weird in business. <laughs> yeah. Um. By the way, if you do hear yells, like cat yeah. yells, it's both of our cats right now. It's it's feeding hour it's and feeding yeah. Time. They want their they want their thing. They want their food and both of our they cats want their fix. <laughs> they yeah, want yeah. Their fix. <laughs> we have that and aggressive aggressive fat cats. <laughs> Um, but, but I watched you blossom. <laughs> How do I not make this weird? Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to allow it to be weird. <laughs> it is Go on. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I have watched you. <laughs> I, no, I have watched you embrace yourself so much more because I've known you for a very, very, very long time. And you are an incredibly fun and energetic and weird person like myself thank if you that's, if that's weird in the best way <laughs> there's only one way to be weird and it is in the best way um, exactly but I feel like you've brought that essence a lot more into your business probably over the last like six months or so and there's it just seems mm-hmm. like there's a lot more fun there's a lot more joy there's a lot more energy yeah. and also really just embracing your true authenticity which has to make things simpler and more chill right because you're not putting pressure on yeah. yourself to be a certain way to look a certain way to do a certain thing and so I'd love to kind of like tuck into that journey a little bit more like what has been the I guess like caveat to this change like is it just I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me In a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra Start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today through consistency showing up more was it like your own healing like just just tell us all the things cuz come on just give us here we we go okay (laughs) grab a cup of guys we're going deep deep. (laughs) (laughs) first of all (laughs) sorry about that everyone um so first of all thank you so much for having me here and yeah that first podcast episode that we did together was incredible because it was probably one of the first podcast episodes that I did and even if you listen back to it you know I was reading off a script that first part of it like I had like written it all out and by the way that's not a bad thing like if anyone has like social anxiety or whatever that is what you do to like you know get on a podcast interview or whatever because you know I'm I'm going to interrupt you because that's what I do. Me and Hayley interrupt go. each other all the time. It's like our thing. It's our thing. It's our thing. It's, it's, it's what we know each other by. But no, because I just remember as well, like in that time, just because I think this is a really good point for anyone who is struggling to show up on stories because they're overthinking it. They don't know what to say. They can't record their own podcast. Like you overprepared, which was the thing mm-hmm. that allowed you, like you used to write scripts even for your stories and stuff like that. And now you yep. just jumping on like blah, 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 buzzy this, buzzy that, and being yourself. And this is specifically why I wanted to talk to you more than anyone about this topic, because I wanted to unfold this journey of, yeah, like in the beginning, you were writing scripts for podcast interviews, for your stories, but it was the thing that allowed you to show up then. And now you're able to embrace the uniqueness and the weirdness because you built the habit, right? Yeah. And there was definitely some deep healing that went with that. But, you know, for a little bit of context, when I came to Erin, like I was having such severe social anxiety. Erin had to like, she gave me a time limit to like get on stories. She was like, you've got three hours. And I was like, oh, fuck. 
love you, know, you. And eventually <laughs> <laughs> but also love you thank you so much um and it was just like you know I think it's one of those things that you can either allow that to completely consume you and stop you doing what you want or you put in the necessary measures so that you can continue to show up in the way that I really really wanted to you know I I told Erin this the other day but the reason that I hired Erin as a coach was because she triggered me you know and even though I knew her even though she was my friend you know but it was because she was so confident she was so herself and it was a part of me that I just could not access I was like I don't know how to be me I don't know how to fully embrace my weird you know and be myself I lost myself for a really long time and so Erin actually watching her on her stories it did trigger me and so I knew in that moment I was like okay I need to work with her because I need to work through this yeah Um, And, you know, it has been like a real gradual journey of um, understanding, like, why is that fear there? What has caused that social anxiety, first of all? And then the way that I sort of unlearned that and then managed to step into, as you say, like my more authentic, weird, funky, uh, funky, okay, we're going to go with it, funky self. Funky cat, (laughs) (laughs) meow. (laughs) You know, let's cover those cat sounds with our own meows. Oh my god! Yeah, we have a unique. <laughs> this friend. could go. This could go. Yeah, yeah, this could go on a weird tangent. <laughs> um, but you know, I I really like. There was a part of myself that was so missing, and you know, I think I was craving it. You know, I was craving laughter. I was craving just allowing myself to feel like I could express myself with no filter, without feeling like I needed to be a certain way to get approval. You know, I, I used to be so scared of what if this person judges me? What if this person judges me? You know, my mum's fucking neighbour would come yeah. into my my head a lot. Like, what are they going to think? What's Jill going to think of me? Oh, no, no, Jill. No, Jill. <laughs> Don't want her to judge you. <laughs> I know, it's, it's always like that. It's like, oh my God, there was this woman who used to work at the like local grocery store and she still follows me. Like, what if she judges me? Yeah, 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 exactly. And so it, it meant that I just, I just could not like embrace that for a really long time. And it was actually in the new year that I started doing some real deep, um, actually money mindset work, but none of it was about money. It was yeah. all about how I viewed myself. It was about like, my self-worth, how I felt safe showing up. You know, I had a lot of really, really deep fears that if, unless I was perfect, I was unlovable, you know, and that unless my skin was perfect, my face was perfect, my hair was perfect, I was the perfect daughter, then I wouldn't be lovable. And that was like a very, very deep trauma for me, which I, I went through the process of doing inner child work and shadow work to really help to claim that. But another big part of me is like my spirituality, like I believe in aliens. I believe I'm a starseed, you know? And these are things that I felt so much shame about. And I remember even when we were coaching ages ago, you were like, I just want to stop you with what you're doing right now. Just ask, like, is is there a resistance because spirituality is something you should be bringing into your business? And I remember at the time I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know whether I can. I'm scared. I'm too scared to fully embrace, like, what it is to be me because I find and I didn't lot, I find that a lot specifically with people I've got you know a couple of people in mind who are in my programs at the moment literally having the exact same conversation around a lot of people find resistance to showing up because I think there is this other part of them that they wish they could embrace whether that be a different topic a different niche for you it was like bringing spiritual element elements into the mix and you know that you're going down a path that isn't it's not that it's not the right path but there's this other total aspect that you'd love to bring into it there's this other aspect that you'd love to embrace and I feel like the universe is always going to kind of like throw you challenges to course correct you as much as possible you know what I mean Mm -hmm. onto the right path I mean I can only relate this to let's say my relationship not being right for me so the anxiety and the challenges that came with that it's like the universe wants you to have what you want and what's supposed to be meant yep. for, what's meant for you. And so if you're going down mm-hmm. a path, whether it be a niche, a business idea or something like that, it's going to feel friction. It's going to feel yeah. like resistance. And I'm not saying it's going to be totally easy when you get on the path of doing the thing that you're supposed to do, but it's going to feel of a hell of a lot more fun and freeing, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think there was so many signs for that, but I, there was, there was, 
you know, if, if you have fear around stepping into and being like yourself on stories. So beginning of a journey, you know, business journey is like the prime time where people start to feel that fear come up. And you may notice it come up in like ways like, do you record a story and then delete it because it's a little bit too weird or like a little bit too you? Or, you know, do you, if you're on a podcast interview, for example, did you let a little bit of yourself out and then do you overthink it afterwards? Like I used to do that all the time. Like, oh my God, was I a bit too much myself? Are people going to hate me? Is everyone going to unfollow me and leave my audience? And that intrinsically does come from a low self-worth. Like, not having a, a secure relationship with yourself and not feeling safe being in your own body and being just at your baseline who you are yeah. and you know I I as I said in the previous episode um that I did with Aaron like I I was like a chameleon before I could fit into every single social group because I didn't know how to just be me yeah. and it's honestly been going through this journey that I've really found this deep love of myself and everything that I am at my core which is fucking weird quite yeah. quite frankly like quite frankly, and in, I'm uh, weird. Quite frankly weird <laughs> very strange you, oh my god weird. you know weird Al do you know who weird Al is I don't know that and I don't know whether I want to uh, <laughs> now all these animals um but weird Al is this guy who like made all these parody songs like oh I do know um, I do know writing dirty but he had like oh they're so funny like I, I can't think of any of the songs but I mean I can I've got YouTube up yeah so Weird Al Yankovic I'm gonna start calling you Weird Hal that's what I've just decided oh fucking brilliant <laughs> fucking brilliant guys yeah, yeah, I really hope good. that doesn't sit if anyone in this audience calls me Weird Hal you're, heard you're here unfollowed <laughs> you're blocked no, you dare. So apparently i'll be the first to be blocked i'll go to tag you in the story being like new podcast up with her where's she gone yeah, exactly she's not sticking around for this she's back home. She's out. sorry that friendship's over Damn. Weird um but but you know i think no no we're gonna we're gonna knit this in the bud now Okay. It's okay. just Haley, guys. That's okay. okay. You can call me Hey Hey. You can call, call me. I think Hey Hey LA. Hey, <laughs> hey Hey is Saturday. Can be like that. Can be the next thing. You guys can call me Hey Hey. That's all good. <laughs> Love it. Hey Hey. <laughs> okay. But I think I think anyway. Let's 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 bring this back on track. Where were we? Ah, oh, yes, weirdos. Yeah. Um. So I do. You know. I think there is this 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 healing that has to happen to really allow you to like feel comfortable yeah with showing up at yourself showing up as yourself because it is it is something that I think we are so programmed you know to go through life to try to conform ourselves to fit in like what society seems as like acceptable you know you've got to look a certain way you've got to behave a certain way especially as women you know as women we are meant to be a certain way we're not meant to be too loud we're not meant to be too vibrant we're not meant to be too um weird you know whatever that looks like for you opinionated exactly and it's like if you do step out of that then it's very easy for people to cast cut judgment on that purely because it's outside of like the realms of what society sees normal. And so it can be really, really hard to claim those things when it does feel like you're going to be shunned for stepping into that. And so this is where like, if you do have that really, uh, which I did, you know, that really, really strong fear of like judgment and like rejection that actually has nothing to do with other people and everything to do with you you know and everything to do with the relationship that you have with yourself and it's something that for me I realized was so healable and for me that looks like doing really deep shadow work inner child work you know isolating like where did I make beliefs you know about my myself where you know I I felt like you know when I'd been bullied when I was younger for example I made beliefs in those moments even though they were so long ago I made beliefs in those moments that it wasn't safe for me to be loud that it wasn't safe for me to you know be a bit strange you know or or just be who I was resting so even like with my family when I was older I would censor myself just around my family because it felt so the idea of getting like a piece of negative feedback about my personality was so overwhelmingly crippling yeah. that I would just prefer to avoid it altogether. And so being like a watered down version of yourself, which in a business perspective is really hard for people to connect with. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing that you'll realize when you do start to claim that the real unique part of you, that is the most magnetic thing you can possibly do. Why is that? It's because no one else has your energy. No one else has that unique flair that you have. And the more that you can step into who you truly are and like just use that unique magnetism that we all have it's like your aura expands yeah it's literally like the energy that you have expands and it naturally attracts the people in that are meant to be in your circles so that's what you know if you're a business owner that's when soul aligned clients come and that's when you you start making more money because you start realizing that it's safe to be you and to like show up and own a business being you know you are all about being so authentically you in your business you know and and look at like the career that you've had you you do business in a different way to everyone else but it's your way and that's magnetic it's so interesting because obviously you know Haley and I have been speaking for quite some time after like prior to actually starting this recording and you had made a comment before about like how much my business has grown this year specifically and it's exactly in alignment with what you're saying because even myself like even it's weird to say that even at the time that I quote unquote was like triggering you I was still struggling with my own identity my relationship Mm. my relationship to self and since making that transformation making that big decision I have been I love that you said like being building the relationship to yourself because that's really what I'm teaching in influencer vibes as a foundational aspect to being able to attract a community, being able to be different, being able to differentiate yourself and have people actually not only find you, but then actually want to stick around within your community is because of that magnetism is because of that, like unexplainable. It has nothing to do with fucking hashtags or any of this and that and the other, or like the perfect content format. It's like, you know, when something just feels right, it's like that energy of when you walk into a room and it either feels awkward or it feels aligned and it's the same thing online when someone lands on your page because they found you through the strategy but them deciding to stay and to continue to consume is going to come down to exactly like you said that expansive energy and I only feel that for myself like everyone every single day you you made a comment about how much my business has grown every single day people like how much did your audience grown my income has massively grown and it's all down to every day I get a message from someone saying oh my god your vibe you're obsessed with your vibe your vibe like what even the fuck is vibe to be honest like it's mm. an unexplainable thing, but it's exactly like you're describing when you heal that relationship to yourself so that these beliefs don't have the potency that they once maybe had. And then you connect so deeply with yourself. Like that is the vibe. That's when people yeah. start to feel that, but that's embracing all of those aspects. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I mean, you know, I was saying to Erin just before, I've had one of the biggest months of my income yeah, so yeah, far this has. month. thank you and it's one of those things that I I probably did the least but I than I have in any other launch in any other period but it's purely because I've been 100% myself and so because I've been myself yeah my confidence has grown so naturally the people that are coming into my place my space they trust me yeah because you know and it's the same with you Erin people trust you because they don't feel like they're trying to be something else and it's like we all have these little quirks. We all have these little um, things that make us uniquely us. And if we can find a way to fully embody those all, you know, I I call it a unique magnetism. You know, we all have this unique magnetism that allows us to attract and, and to really stand in like our own and bring in the life that we really are dreaming of, because it's a hundred percent possible. There's loads of timelines out there and like light, time is not linear. So everything that you dream right now is a hundred percent possible. It's just, you've just got to find a way to get there. And the fastest way for you to find a way to get there is to fully embrace everything you are. So you're not tripping yourself up by by just being yourself, you know, because that's like, that becomes the biggest hurdle is how do I, you know, how do I operate this business? How do I build this business? If you have to build it through a lens, like, it's so time consuming and painful. It means that you go into comparison holes 10 times more often, you know, constantly looking over your shoulder. What's that coach doing? What's, yeah. what's this service provider doing? How, yeah. are, how are they wording it? You know, cause it's safer. Someone yeah. else has done it versus just being like, what does my soul feel like saying today? You know, and it's that healing journey of, of healing the self, as you're Trusting saying that, yourself. that, a hundred percent underpins yeah. that whole thing but you know business is the biggest personal growth journey oh that you're ever going to go on <laughs> and, and it's so true like I know we've got to jump off in just a sec because you've got to go but like the last thing I want to say on that is like 
you do make everything 10 times harder for yourself. And you do, people are always talking about, I don't have the time, I don't have the time. I guarantee you, if you actually broke down how long it took you to record an Instagram story because you're overthinking it, you're looking at what everybody else is doing, you're re-recording and re-recording and re-recording and re-recording versus, like you said, you're just trusting yourself enough to actually listen to what does my soul want to say today or what does my intuition want to say today or what idea is popping into my head that I guarantee you is popping in there because somebody needs to hear it. And so rather than just two seconds or let's say a minute, 15, four clips, 15 seconds, you're just doing it, typing a little bit, posting it, not thinking about it again. That's a minute to two minutes worth of work versus half an hour of probably overthinking and all of these things. Being yourself literally like, 30 minus that what's it the opposite to 30x 30 divide divided by 30 but, uh, 30 minus yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just help I fully just was like an accountant helping Haley with like her yeah, fucking so budget and all of this and then now I can't even work yeah so basically you you save yourself 30 amount of times <laughs> but it's so true like yeah. I literally used to spend like two hours trying to do a, an Instagram story which by the way as well I do want to say is it's totally fine, fine you know yeah, for sure you know if if that is something that you have to do to get yourself doing it, doing it. Mm-hmm. exactly that's totally fine but if you if you are having that experience just know that the thing that needs to happen is the deep inner work yeah. it's like the reconnecting with the self that allows you to speed that process up because I swear to God, it literally, I, I record a story once and it goes up and I, I literally can categorically now say, hand on heart, I do not give a single flying fuck what yeah, anyone yeah. thinks about me. <laughs> you know, you know. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, doesn't give a fuck. Okay. Hey, hey, she, okay. <laughs> All right, nice. we're going to jump off because we got to set some goals for September. It's September 1st and we're going to set some goals to hold each other accountable because we have a mastermind. Oh, yes. We got a little mastermind. Um, I think we need to do episode like uh, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, do so. <laughs> Absolutely. Honestly, we are praying I'm like, today that we I'm like do. wanting to air high five you, but like not wanting to make it really awkward either. So I mean, the video is not going anywhere. So. Yeah. That sorry guys um so it <laughs> was pretty awkward but you know whatever it's past my yeah. weird guys that's fine <laughs> and i fucking love you for it um but we definitely need to do a part two because i feel like there's so i mean Haley and i have these like five hour long facetimes and every single time we're like why didn't we record this why didn't we record this i know i want to talk about there's... authenticity in the industry that that conversation we had that time yeah that's a big one they're so prolific though like they go into so many random directions that I never I'm never prepared for I was like how did we end up here (laughs) I know we have those conversations like I don't know if anyone listening but we have those conversations where it's like it's basically if you've watched the Kanye West interview with Joe Rogan yeah that's like like mine and Haley's conversation I still need to watch that like we're like ping pong balls it's like a really really fast brain that is like yeah. ping-ponging all over the place but it's pretty cool so hopefully people can keep up with this episode hopefully it wasn't too ping-pongy nah, it was super, super valuable I, I, I when, when, when we're having conversations I just want to interrupt you all the time I get really excited but I do have my like your yeah, yeah. skills as well so I let that I let I as much as I want to like, I like I know when to- yeah you're like Hayley I've got this story I know that I'm interviewing you but I'll take this yeah I'll just take it from here you just you just yeah, yeah. you, you know what I'm just gonna put you on mute <laughs> oh my god thank you so much for coming on i'm gonna leave every link i'm gonna leave the other podcast so you can get to know Haley better i'm gonna leave her podcast i'm gonna leave all her instagram and everything linked below just go check her out i mean I t- hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I girl is on because we are in love. <laughs> We're lovers. <laughs> why do we? Why do we make? Well, I'm so fucking awkward. Uh, I gotta go feed my cat. <laughs> I gotta. Go Am I? Erin, <laughs> Erin, this actually really links to what I was about to say. Erin's um 
introduced me to the book Pussy. Um, mm. And am I allowed to say that on that yeah. podcast episode? Yes. Okay, great. Well, anyway, I, I had such like a problem with Erin saying the word to me before. I was like, Pussy, okay. <laughs> and now I'm like reading this book and I'm like, Pussy. <laughs> yeah, well, I gotta go feed my pussy. Anyway. <laughs> okay, anyway, this is getting a little bit too. I still yeah. want to try to categorize Sorry, this. Guys. So, yeah, anyway, but I would, I would love to have like a sex conversation. So maybe we'll, we'll do that soon. Oh, we've got so many conversations to have. Anyway. Thanks for just yes. hanging out with us, everyone. Thanks for. Thanks yeah, for it's, been it's been real. Thanks, guys. I love you. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Love you. Bye. Yep, speak to you in a second. <laughs>